Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Good afternoon, Coulter Brown here on the Northern Ag Network with our noon market report. This afternoon at 3 p.m. in the Montana Legislature, the Senate Fish and Game Committee will hold a hearing on a resolution opposing wild bison in the CMR Wildlife Refuge. The Department of the Interior has identified the CMR as a potential location to introduce bison, but the resolution introduced by Senate Ag Committee Chair Mike Lang of Malta says the state has supremacy over wildlife management in its jurisdiction and a unilateral bison introduction by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service would violate the Constitution. Well, South Dakota Representative Dusty Johnson joined 27 other lawmakers in sending a letter to Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack calling out USDA for a lax attitude in tracking foreign investments in U.S. agricultural land. In 2021, foreign investors held an interest in 40 million acres in the U.S., accounting for about 3% of privately owned ag land. Since 2015, foreign holdings have increased at an average of 2.2 million acres annually. And at the USDA Outlook Forum, fertilizer experts said there is not a shortage of fertilizer in the world. While there were several production issues last year led by Russia invading Ukraine, production levels, they say, did not see as large of declines as were expected. Global fertilizer production is expected to increase in 2023 with urea capacity up 2% and phosphorus production 7% higher. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. A Geraldine Farm Girl has developed a nonprofit to help farmers and ranchers living with disabilities. Kendra Lewis is an occupational therapist who started a podcast called Cutting Fences, interviewing folks who have overcome challenges from an injury. And now Kendra has created a foundation to help producers find equipment to allow them to continue farming or ranching. They're able to try these pieces of equipment out before they find funding. As we know, they're not very cheap and insurance rarely covers them. I recently got funding through the Christopher Reeves Foundation for an action track chair, which is a great fit for the agricultural community who are wheelchair bound because it offers them the ability to basically get wherever they want and need on their farmer ranch. Well, 2023 Livestock Per Capita reporting is due tomorrow. Reports can be completed at mtrevenue.gov slash livestock. Payments, though, are not due until May 31st. The per capita payment must be paid on all types of livestock, cattle, sheep, horses, hogs, chickens, and even honeybees. The per head fee for cattle this year is $2.29 per head, and sheep are at $0.54. Cents. 
Over the past 30 years, Montana has consistently ranked in the nation's top five states for suicides. This is not a statistic to be proud of. Many factors contribute to this, like social isolation, increased access to firearms, and alcohol use as a coping mechanism. The Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services is making it easier for anyone to get help through the new crisis call or text line 988. Let's give Montana a better statistic to be known by. If you or someone you know needs help, dial 988. The lowest corn prices of the year are lending support to the feeder cattle, now up to their highest level since August, with most of the contracts up 3 to $5 this month. March feeders today up 77 cents at $189.95, April at $195.17, up 95. Live cattle hitting contract highs today with April up 55 cents at $165.52, June at $161.42, up 55. The cash cattle market has had an exceptional month, gaining $13 on the dress sales to average $261 last week. Live trade up $8 to $9 in the last four weeks. That's gaining more than $100 ahead, averaging just under $164 last week. Feeder steers sold firm at Pays on Friday, upper five weights from 228 to 236, six to six and a half weight steers 218 to 226, and strong demand for replacement heifers with six weights selling 202 to 210, heavier seven weight replacements 182 to 188. And at the Circle L Angus sale in Dillon, 50 older bulls averaged 66.95, 62 yearling bulls averaged 65.95, and 40 commercial open heifers averaging 15.94. For over 20 years, Amber Waves has been providing quality hopper bins to producers across the region. Hi, Jody Hoff here with Amber Waves. We pride ourselves on creating custom, quality bins built right here in America's heartland, Richardson, North Dakota. Our bins can store everything from grain to dry fertilizer, cow cake, distiller's grain, coal, and even frac sand. Built to your specifications, delivered, and set up by our truck drivers. For more information or to find a dealer near you, visit us online at amberwavesinc.com. The past week has been a tough one in the wheat market. Winter wheat has fallen more than 80 cents and spring wheat down 60. Seems like we'd see support for winter wheat as 100-mile-an-hour winds in the drought-afflicted areas of Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas are estimated to leave the dryland crop with abandonment as high as 80%. Today, we've got March KC winter wheat down 7 cents at 816, May at 812 down 4.5, March Chicago wheat 3 and a quarter lower at 692, May at 705 down a nickel, March spring wheat actually eight cents higher at 877, May though down three and a quarter at 865. Corn for March 11 and three quarters lower at 631, and March soybeans off 25 and a half cents at 1492. And wrapping up with the cash grain prices from Portland, 12 pro winter wheat down three to four cents from 954 to 965. 14 pro spring wheat up four to eight cents from 954 to 967, and soft white wheat trading from 810 to 870. From the Northern Ag Network, I'm Coulter Brown.